Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription, trust me. Mm. If you don't, you will fall out of balance. Mm. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Welcome back, everybody, to the Birdies and Bourbon Show. Dan, you may notice something different about me today. I'm starting the show off on a high note, my friend. <laughs> much like much like Lefty at oh. the Wells Fargo Championship, I'm going to start out really strong for this podcast. Mm. And I don't know how I'm going to finish. Let me just put it that way. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I usually know how you're going to finish. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so let's see. So uh, what boy, I'll tell you what quail uh, quail hollow, man. It uh, that was a rough one for some of the guys over the weekend. Hey, yeah. I mean, going into it, some people were saying nah, it's not that difficult. It's a little long, this and that. But it proved to be pretty dang difficult, I think. Right. Yeah, uh, it, it didn't look very easy. Well, I don't know. You know, day one, you got lefty coming in with uh, leading the tournament. So I'm like, I don't know if we got a resurgence of, of Phil, is he back? Uh, I, I, I mean, uh, well, let's fast forward through to Sunday and I'll say, <laughs> eh, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. not. <laughs> hey, I do think the good news is I think the champions tour, I think it's a three day event. So <laughs> silver lining, maybe, I, I don't know, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe something to look forward to, um, with uh, with the senior tour, but uh, enough about Phil. Let's talk about the real winner over the weekend, Rory McIlroy. Mm-hmm. Man, I'll tell you, the luck of the Irish was there. I don't know, is Rory back? I mean, he's obviously, uh, you know, he's he's no stranger to Quell Hollow. Is this his third win there? I believe. Third, third one. Uh, Only places yeah. one three times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, it's, uh, it looked good. I mean, it was, you, you know, he won it for the wifey, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. he's like, Oh, the only thing better than winning that tournament was winning it on mother's day. Exactly. So he had, had the wife and, uh, and the kid out there accepting the trophy. So, uh, he looked good, man. He I looked real I, good. Yeah. You know, we, we won't see him this week, obviously at the Byron Nelson, but in two weeks heading to Kiowa, mm-hmm. uh, where, it's another that's a that's a that's a horse for the course right there so it'll be interesting to see uh, i'm sure he's already the favorite for the pga championship oh yeah uh, i can't <laughs> imagine that he's not gonna be but uh but yeah it's good to see uh good to see rory in uh, in good fashion out there so uh good to see him get another window win under his belt uh, probably still on a little bit of uh, Speed Island's thunder, right? So Ooh. it's like, hey, hey, give me, give me, give me two stories that the PGA wants every week, and it's a winning Rory and a winning Jordan Spieth, and they've got both coming into the PGA Championship. I mean, they have got to be just salivating. It's like content. We we don't have enough paper to write this shit down on. We've got so much content. Hey, Jordan, get off my cloud. <laughs> it's, uh, there's not enough island on here there's not enough room on the island for both of us there's a new sheriff in town so yeah so good to see uh good to see rory with the victory there at quail hollow definitely making a note there you just got to play him every time um who else uh keith mitchell has been yep. playing really good now he does you know quail hollow he he sets up really well there so mm-hmm. you know no secret but that's two weeks in a row that, that mitchell's played pretty good so um, it'll be interesting to see what he looks like coming into 
uh, Dallas this week. So uh, I'm expecting probably some good results out of them. I, I don't know why we uh, why we wouldn't get them. Uh, kind of uh, you know going down the the backstretch there, kind of uh, hand in hand with uh, with Mitchell and and McElroy. So uh, an Abe answer, man. What about Abe? He. J- you know, I mean, that dude—he—he just—he's not a closer, I guess, right? I—I I don't, I don't know what it is about him. I mean, he'll pop for sure, man. I mean, there, there's just too much talent uh, in in that guy. So I, I'm imagining that we're—you know—he's going to get there, but yeah. uh, just not really a closer. He's been uh, playing really well, though. Really good yeah, golf by age. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A- absolutely. Uh, your boy. Uh, your boy Javi. Javi mm, uh, played well too, man. He's the one that said that the place field. I think he said it field like a driving range or something on Wednesday, <laughs> and then he goes out and shoots third. So yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, once again, man, looking looking real real good out there. Uh, why can't I see? Uh, oh, you know why I can't see because he's not playing. Did this I week, get an so. official um, ruling on the uh, the one and done committee? Because I bet on Max Homo and I got Min Homo. Well, what you should have bet on was how many tweets he was going to post after he had all that free time on the weekend because, <laughs> because uh, yeah, it definitely looked a lot better than his score did. I told you I he and Fina were going to finish tied. Oh, they, oh, yeah, they did. Finish tied for not making the cut. <laughs> oh, man. Good gosh. Um, yeah, a bunch of guys didn't yeah. make the cut. It was rough out there. Yeah. It, it was it was rough in fact yeah uh rombo missed a cut this weekend that's which, a rarity um, yeah it, it, i mean he is like mr t5 or better uh so to see him not make it uh will zalatoris a lot of people were riding high on him coming into this thing mm-hmm. didn't make it mm, fowler so mm. uh whoa hold on hold on hold on now i don't know if you listened to last week's show or not oh, i don't but, get the feedback i don't get the I, feedback but i may i may have slipped a few things in about one uh ricky commercial fowler mm. uh that he wasn't uh who else met jason day missed mm-hmm. sebastian munoz hey this is the one time that I didn't play Sebastian Munoz in my lineup that he missed a cut. So I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe looking that way this week, Mm. uh, hometown boy or close enough. Doc Redmond misses the cut. Um, yeah. Who else didn't, uh, Harry Higgs, man. Did you see him like, 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 quieting the crowd down on Friday, you know, he, he makes his putt and, and everybody's, you know, yelling and cheering for him. And he's, he's like, yeah, get, get the hell out of here, man. I, I I'm going home. Why are you cheering for me? Gosh, man. Yeah. They got some superstars now on the PGA tour. This, uh, you know, this DraftKings stuff and FanDuel or whatnot, it's been really good to a lot of guys like Max and Harry and all those guys. They were superstars now, superstars. Whereas if it wasn't for that, People I would know. not know who Harry Higgs is. They would not they know who would. Max, but they, cut, they would know a little bit about Max. The big, big, sexy who? Is, it, is that his exactly. wrestling name? What is he on WWE? Mm-hmm. Who, who is that guy? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, what else happened over the weekend? Oh, so the Walker Cup, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, Dan and I are still waiting on our invitation to play Seminole. That's right. So That's so right. get that over to Hey, we're fine to play in the heat of the summertime. Co- totally cool with us. We're good with it. I truly but believe congr- the mail system's messing that up and we're just not getting the invitation. It's just not Could coming. be. It's just Could, well, with all the people ordering from home, you know, getting yeah. stuff delivered to their home, not mm-hmm. shopping, it, it's probably getting misrouted somewhere. We're probably just going to have to just show up and say, hey, we, you know, you got lost in the mail. Good point. We're here. Came all this way. I'm going to let you do the talking on that one. (laughs) Um, Let's see. So Walker Cup, congrats to the U.S. team. They played at Seminole. So uh, hold on. A little trivia here. We're not not professionals. We're not experts. And and by in no way uh, do we host any, any 
type of trivia events on any cadence. But do you know where the Walker Cup gets its name, Dan? No. Okay, you're going to love this. So George Herbert Walker, mm. which is George W., it's his great grandfather. Mm -hmm. He was the uh, in the twenties. He was the commissioner of the PGA, and I guess he's the one that kind of got this thing started. So it's named after uh, George W. or George H. W. Whichever one you want to go, grandfather or great grandfather. Uh, he he started the Walker Cup, and it's the it's the top amateurs in the U.S. Mm. pitted against the top amateurs from. Definitely going to screw this up, but it's Ireland. And the UK, I, I think I got the UK part right. I guess the uh, the fact of the matter is, like, they don't include anybody else. So nobody, nobody from the other, uh, well, I shouldn't even say United Kingdom. I think it's Great Britain and Ireland, but they don't know Scotland or any of the other places haven't incorporated that yet. So they've still kept it to uh, to those two countries. Look for that to change soon. Nobody's going to stand for that <laughs> there in you today's go. times. <laughs> um, so, but, uh, but yeah, so congrats to them. Uh, let's see who else. Oh, wait a minute. So now, and, and I know you haven't because I haven't been traveling a lot either since COVID. And, and, but prior to COVID, I mean, we traveled, I would say three out of the four weeks a month, right? right. And, and, and multiple airplanes and, you know, booking your flights and getting your hotels and all that stuff. And it, it's a pain in the ass. I mean, it's not, everybody's like, oh my God, you get to travel for your job. That's so much for work. That must be so much fun. It's like, well, Traveling for vacation is a lot of fun. Traveling for work, it's not so much fun. Mm -mm. Uh, but, well, for me, I'm speaking for myself only. But now Bryson, on the other hand, he must <laughs> love to travel. He must love traveling. He must love it so much. He finishes his round uh, on Friday, hops on a plane, and uh, I don't know, mid-flight, whatever, he gets a ping and he's like, hey, man, you're like T-68 or whatever, the, whatever he came yeah, in at. Yeah. And he's like, hey. he's like, really? Oh, oh, okay. Well, what, what is it? It's like, yeah, you're, you're playing tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so touchdown in Dallas. And uh, he did, I did hear him on an interview. He did, uh, he did make the comment. Well, at least he got a good workout in, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> but so here's the one thing I didn't do. So you, you were sharing with me earlier that, uh, is it wheels up? Uh, net jet for him, I think net jets. Okay. Well, Hey, not, maybe not for long. So there, there's a six hour booking window, right? So you got to give him six hours notice. So when he lands in whatever two, well, he, he lands in Dallas, mm -hmm. he, he gets off. I think when he gets off the plane, he already knows that he's turning around and going back. Right. But I it's like, so. no, can't, can't take you because you're out, you're inside of that six hour window. So, uh, what he gets up at like two 30 or three o'clock in the morning or something and flies yeah. back, back to Charlotte. So I, I, I would imagine that, uh, whoever does his contracts for him, I expect that there's somebody new doing his contract swarm now, Ooh. because I mean, you're, you're Bryson DeChambeau and you're carrying the net jet name around on your bag. It's uh, I, I'm thinking like somebody sharpie that out and or, or got a piece of tape and they've got wheels up over that thing uh, coming into uh, coming into the Byron Nelson classic. Maybe not. Maybe maybe it's like, hey, I get it. I understand. I got to sleep in my own bed, but I can't imagine that that dude wasn't pissed at that. Man. Well, you got you got Bryson, who's known for being the scientist. 
And, you know, we've had some problems hey, with JT. He's, he's never, he's never, they've never made mention of him being a good travel agent. That's true. But, you know, JT's had some troubles on the course with some slip of language and stuff. And I think that the sponsors helped him with some classes to help better himself. Maybe either mm. Monaghan or DraftKings could help Bryson with math on what the cut line's going to be. <laughs> if you're considered a scientist does that mean you're good at math i mean i, I think it i think, I think in you, some i think you have in, to in, kind of be okay in, at it in some equation i mean math it does come into play there right it's not just like oh well you know i only work with uh you know the the human anatomy and it's like well right but i mean you're still measuring stuff and you, i mean it's got a math has got to be like one of your top top skill sets we were talking last year about about brooks kepko and how he at one point in college took a like a 10 question true false quiz to help to pass the course for the year as the teachers okay i'll do this for you brooks and he got 100% wrong <laughs> on the true false <laughs> test brooks from my understanding has never flown home not knowing that he had made the cut. <laughs> so. yeah, it, uh, he may have got his schedule all screwed up, but he was still there and he didn't. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know. I, I go figure on that one, man. I can't, uh, that one, that one gets me. Speaking of Brooks Kepka, we're not talking about him, uh, but, we we talk, but, uh, no, but we are going to talk about um, the, the, uh, the commercial man himself, Ooh. the media mogul hmm. that also happens to be a PGA tour professional, Max Homa. Ricky. Oh. Well, oh. He, well, may, maybe I think it could be a changing <laughs> of the guard here, if, especially if Homa keeps missing cuts. I mean, he's definitely going to be looking for some airtime, but Ricky Fowler, do you think the PGA and I wish he would have made the cut, right? Because I think this kind of leaves a, another bad, a little bit more of it. It's like, eh, I forgot to brush my teeth this morning. I'll be all right. And yeah. then you had like the, you know, you, you had the tuna salad for lunch. And it's like, eh, shit, I really should have brushed my teeth because now it's just worse. But the PGA gives him an exemption for uh, for the, the PGA championship. Mm-hmm. He misses the cut at Quail Hollow, where he actually has really good a history. really good track record mm-hmm. at. Mm-hmm. I mean, he... Pl- Generally speaking, he plays that course really well. Uh, I think he would like he was plus five or something, you know, when when he missed the cut. It may, may have been worse than that. Yeah, the last was, I saw was plus five. Yeah, so it was, was it bad. wasn't good. Mm-mm. Not not even like an inkling of hope. Mm-mm. And so uh, oddly enough, he is showing up in Texas this week at yeah. the Byron Nelson, and I bet he's kicking himself in the ass, going like, "Why didn't I play Corrales? Why didn't I play the Dominican? Why didn't I play? Why didn't I play?" Because we, we're going to talk about it in a minute, and this is this is one of the stronger fields that we've had on tour uh, outside of a major. This is one of the stronger fields that we've had on tour this year. Yeah. So, you know, he's competing with people with, with the, you know, I mean, there's a handful of guys that are in the top 10 in, you know, in the field and uh, he ain't even at the top 100 yeah. and that's what he's competing against. So I, I don't know, um, you know, what's his quote, track record look like? Well, we'll talk about his track record in Dallas in, in Texas, Texas golf in a, in a bit, but yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe he's thinking could have been some better decisions there, but yeah. So here's the thing. If he missed, so he missed the cut at Quail Hollow. He, depending on what he does, if he misses the cut at the Byron Nelson, when he walks up and he scans his badge, to get into, oh, you know, you know what's going to happen when he shows up at the PGA hmm. and he takes his COVID test? Oh, sorry, Mr. Fowler. Oh, gosh. You, you, you didn't pass. Oh, and boy. he's like, well, did I test positive for COVID? Well, we can't disclose that, but you didn't pass. Oh, boy. 
it's uh, it, it's a get out of here. We made a mistake. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. But he's but now one hundred twenty second in the world. He's between Lucas Glover and Robert Streb. There you go. Um, and we root nothing but for Ricky. We want him to play well. We love seeing him out there in the course. But, um, I mean, we, he, he needs to just listen to the show because we're giving him great advice here. We go play the tournaments that um, yes. Stuart Singh plays. It, find, yes. Get Stuart, get your, tell your, your agent to get with Stuart Singh's agent. Yep. Get the schedule. Book it. All just of those courses. It. All just of those tournaments. It. Just book, book them it, all. man. Yes. Just book it. Yeah. Book it. It's like, oh, well, 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 these two are back to back. It's like, perfect. Book them. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I mean, what are you doing, man? Come on. So, yeah. cause, I mean, I want to see him on the weekend. I want to see him play it. I want to see him get back in the top, get top whatever. I mean, that top 10, right? I want the guy to play well. I want to see him on. I think he's good for the tour. I like him on the tour. And everybody else likes him on the tour, too. Yes. I mean, he's going to be, if he's not careful, he will be the lowest ranked player to have ever received the PIP incentive. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but I mean, it's, it's true. Tell me it's not true. It's true. Ricky might be getting a double PIP. He might be getting a player incentive program and a player improvement program. Ooh. <laughs> hey, if you do that, we want credit for it, PGA. Like we did, I mean, you just mention our name, man. That's all you have to do. That's all you have to do. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, it'll be interesting to see how he shows up this week. Uh, long course. So, you know, it's uh, yeah. We'll, we'll see where we get to there. Let's see what else is happening. Uh, so, we talked about Hovland. Talked about Fowler. We could talk about Fowler for another hour probably. But uh, uh, who's, who's got time for that? Um, Roars goes back into the top 10. I think he was like 15th. And now he's back to like 8th. I think is where he's at now. Yeah, uh, seventh. Yeah, so he was fifteenth last week, and now he's seventh. So he's back. Who did who did bump out? Who who, uh, who uh, dropped who's... out here? Um, like Webb. Webb was sixth. Now he's tenth. And yeah, then, Webb was my neck, yeah. my back. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Da, 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 da. Hold on. And is what's the deal with So Webb Brooks. had a neck thing. Oh, Brooks dropped out. Yeah. Webb, he'll fix that Brooks this went weekend. from 10th to 12th. Yeah. Yeah. So Webb had a neck thing going on that he couldn't play. Mm -hmm. Rory, he said on Wednesday, he's like, if I would have had a Thursday AMT time, he's like, I wouldn't have been able to play. He's like, my neck was hurting. Mm. What's going on in Charlotte that's uh, that's giving these people all these neck cramps? I don't know. You're right. I mean, yeah, Rory's had the neck maybe, problem, maybe too. The, maybe yeah. it was the wind. I saw it was windy. Maybe the wind was like blowing them or whipping them around. And they, mm -hmm. I, I don't know, but that was... Uh, it's like this neck thing because, you know, Kepka and DJ, they always go to the knee thing and maybe they're like, well, we can't call it a knee thing because they're using the knee thing. So we're going to use the neck thing. I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying, I mean, it's like a, how, how random is it that two guys wind up with like, well, what happened is I don't know. I just got this thing in my neck, but I wonder if they were staying at the same house. Was it bad pillows? That's what the, I was thinking. They, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't have those adjustable mattresses. Uh, well, you know, who travels, could, with the, you know who travels with the mattress on the PGA tour? No. Shrek. Louis O. No, uh, does he? Yeah. He has his own mattress. It goes from tournament to tournament. Guess who never bitches about neck pain? Louis O. Yeah, there you go. We need to get. Uh, we need to get. Uh, we need to get my the founder for my pillow. That's right. And Tempur Pedic on to sponsor the show. No free advertisements. We will delete this. 
do not contact us with sponsorship uh, information. But just so you know, uh, I think this is a great opportunity for you to partner with uh, Birdies and Bourbon and the PGA Tour. Yeah, saying, yeah they all have the uh, the little um, uh, what's that thing called? The whoops on now. Whoop, whoop yeah, man. yeah. They need to need like an whoop. official PGA pillow and hotel yes. partner. And, yeah. Yes, I wonder if the whoop band does it report on your neck injury? I don't know. Does it be like, whoa, easy, easy. Don't, don't, don't look around too fast. You'll, you'll uh, throw a, throw a disc. Must, must be, must be. That'd be good. Uh, let's see. Oh, all right. So what else is happening in golf? So looking forward to, um, to seeing Monty at the Mitsubishi mm-hmm. Electric Classic this week. Oh yeah. So Dan, Dan and I will be there we'll be at the perch. Um, who are we going to see still fire brewing? We're going to sip on some of their beer and, um, still pour or something like that. Slow pour, uh, slow pour. Yeah. And slow pour. So mm-hmm. they've got a couple of brews. They whipped up, uh, exclusively for the Mitsubishi Electric Classic. Gonna so be a good time. Yeah, looking forward to trying some of those. Uh, hopefully, we we'll get a chance to uh, to chat with Smoltzy mm-hmm. uh, daily. Definitely bringing some Stogue so we can uh, so we can uh, share a share a <laughs> poll with uh, Miguel Angel Jimenez. I don't think that um, Smoltz is going to grant your wish. And I know you really want to try to, you know, like hey, get get the ball, like get the bat, and no, I'm, I'm going to hit one. I'm going to hit one. <laughs> Go to the range. Give me, give me, give me like, uh, give me like 65%. I mean, give me 65%. So you're going to be out there next to uh, Miguel doing the warm up routine with your knees. Oh yeah. But it's not going to be for golf. It's going to be for the for for you want you know you want to hit a double. Yeah. Exactly. I'll take a base hit at this point. I, I haven't swung a bat in a while. I'll take a base hit. So, uh, but yeah, it should be fun with uh, with Monty. Yeah, Ernie's going to um, be there. Um, yeah. Uh, who else is going to? Retief's uh, going to be Retief. there. Uh, Karen. Furick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got about. Hey, I'm wondering is, uh, I mean, I don't know, is Lefty going to show up? Uh, is he making a pop in appearance? I don't know. Maybe. I haven't heard. Yeah. I don't know. Be great. Uh, Charlotte, Charlotte's not that far from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And why go all the way back to California when uh, you just got to come right back to the East Coast? So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So it'll be a good time at TPC Sugarloaf. It looks like the weather in Atlanta today it's been a little rainy and windy but it's going to get get better through the throughout the week so we should have some good weather by the weekend it shouldn't be too hot so that'll be that'll be a bonus um we uh, oh we got a chat with uh with our with friend of the show pb die next week mm. uh we're heading to kiowa for mm. the pga championship at the ocean course so that should be fun uh getting some insider information from pb and you're actually going to be on site right <clears throat> well so that's what i'm wondering i don't know when we're going to do the show no, we may yeah. we may postpone the show because i've got i'm going to be there earlier in the week mm-hmm. so we may the show may come out i, I don't know we'll uh, we'll keep you updated on it but but we may do it i don't know i may hell i may just record on at course you never know yeah okay. why not Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so what PB on and yeah, I'll be down in, in Kiowa for that. Um, let's see. Oh, so we've got, uh, if you haven't, if you don't follow us on Instagram or, uh, <laughs> social, any social feed, we're at birdies underscore bourbon. We've got a pretty awesome giveaway going on, on our Instagram page. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a bottle of Weller. We got uh, we got some good cool golf swag from uh, mainly BW putters. Uh, we got some uh, ball markers, some divot tools, 
And uh, we got some cool swag from our friends at South Holston River Company up in East Tennessee. So a fishing outfit. Hey, if you don't want to play golf all the time, give these guys a call and uh, maybe you want to go on a little fishing trip. Catch it's, a, some it's a nice giveaway. We got a lot of really good comments about like, hey, that's really cool what you guys are doing. Hey, we, we yeah. have. And that's uh, that. Yeah, more importantly, thanks <clears throat> for everybody's participation. We uh, we really appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, helps the show, helps everybody, helps us uh, spread the word about us, uh, whether they want it or not. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, be sure to check it out. Go enter the uh, i'm going to do the drawing on friday it is going to be random you just uh, make a comment with the uh, tag a friend every every comment or tag is an entry so that's going to be a cool one and i'll get that out the following week to whoever the lucky winner is um what else is going on so that's the giveaway piece so you uh you did a little scotch tasting over the weekend I did do a scotch tasting. Uh, it was with, uh, I should be, you know, I should have mixed it up. I should be drinking the Ardbeg right now. And then I could have gone to the Texas whiskey after that. But, uh, but yeah, I'm going to get some reviews out. So uh, Armani and Jacob with, um, uh, that were kind of hosting the event at Tower Spirits. Really, really cool guys. Uh, I keep messing the name of that armored vehicle that they did. But so here, <laughs> here's the backstory on that. So Ardbeg was doing this. Um, they were going to do like a VIP event. So yeah. essentially, they're pulling up in this, uh, you know, in, in this vehicle. And the back of it's kind of tricked out like a limo. If you mm. again go to our Instagram page, Birdies underscore Bourbon, and you'll see it. So they've got like this whole Scotch tasting set up in the back of the uh, of the vehicle, and they were planning like they pick you up from the airport in it, and then which I'm like, you're going to drive that armored assault vehicle to the airport. I don't know. But anyway, COVID kind of screwed. I know it's like, okay, but COVID screwed things up. So, you know, you really couldn't, couldn't do anything like that. So they were going to pick you up at the airport and then they were going to drive you to uh, the, uh, the event that they were having. And then you got to kind of participate, do some scotch tasting, et cetera. Uh, all in all, it was fantastic. The scotch was, scotch was good. I enjoyed it. And, uh, yeah, I've got, uh, I got to do a review on that. I hadn't had a chance to put that out yet, but yeah, really cool. Thanks to, uh, thanks to the baddest group for reaching out for us on that one. And, uh, hopefully we're looking forward to, uh, to getting in on some more of those. That was, uh, that was a really, really cool thing that we're doing. And by the way, the tour is not done. So check out, uh, you can check out our Um, uh, or just check out our page, check out uh, Ardbeg on Instagram, and you can see the other cities that they're going to. I think they started in Canada, and they're kind of working their way south. And uh, Jacob was telling me he's the East Coast guy, so his next stop is uh, Florida. I didn't get the details on it, but uh, go check it out. Cool. Go drive by, get a cool and gray bottle. Yeah, pretty awesome event. And, uh, what's that? Oh, well, hold on. I know, I know it's a golf and spirit show, but I gotta, I gotta talk about it first off. So, uh, what somebody commented on our YouTube page Mm -hmm. about my, um, (laughs) about my mint julep making session. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I guess he says, uh, or she disclaimer, I don't know who it was, uh, but they, they (laughs) allegedly, uh, they said, oh, this would have been great a week ago. And I'm like, well, okay, I get it to go along with the dirt, which I did. Hey, he must not follow. They must not follow us on, on Instagram, Instagram or they, right. I know. or they, or they would have seen it prior to, uh, second, 
you know, it doesn't have to be Kentucky Derby week to drink a mint julep. You yeah. can drink a mint julep anytime you want one. Mm-hmm. More importantly, now that it's, uh, I don't, we're not summer, springtime, the weather's getting nicer. I mean, a mint, that's a nice, refreshing cocktail on a, on a nice spring day. So um, I, I understand where you're coming from, that it would have been <laughs> more beneficial if you would have seen that prior to the Derby. So go follow us at birdies underscore bourbon on Instagram, Instagram. and you'll get real time information. That's the most up to date is going to be Instagram because there's it's so many be freaking social things out there. We got to put all this stuff it's on. Good. It's going to be real time. You could, hell, you could have been drinking mint juleps all week, man. Just saying, <laughs> just saying, uh, which leads me to, I don't know, there, there, this is so, so I, so we will get a, uh, we will get a new, uh, cocktail post out yeah. prior to the Preakness. Yes. So you'll be able, and we'll put it on YouTube prior yes, to the Preakness. We yes, we got yelled at. Uh, yeah. And so, so in case you didn't know what the Preakness cocktail was, it's called the Black Eye Susan. Now, I'm not a big vodka fan. As a matter of fact, I don't have Dan. How many bottles are on this wall back here? Hundreds. Okay, so we'll go with hundreds. And there's not a single bottle of vodka on that wall. And the traditional Black Eyed Susan calls for uh, vodka. And it also calls for sour mix. So I'm going to do a little, uh, I'm going to do a riff on a black eyed Susan and I'll explain it all in the video about what I'm not putting in there. Uh, I may, I don't know if I'm going to put gin in there or not, but I may sub like some rum for the vodka or some, or I may just go all bourbon and cause it's, it's a rum and I'm sorry, it's a vodka and bourbon based drink. I, I don't have any damn vodka and I sure the hell, I, I, I ain't going to buy a vodka. Just, it's not going to happen. I'm not buying a bottle of vodka. There's no reason. There's no, I mean, if I want to get dry, if I, I'll just add more bourbon That's right. and I'm not a fan of sour mix from the aspect of, you know, the, the sour mix mm-hmm. in the store, sugar laden, tastes like shit, gives you heartburn, uh, hang over the next day. I'm not going down that road. So I'm just going to use some lime juice and simple syrup. So I'm kind of going to create my own uh, sour mix, but I have everything kind of laid out easy enough to do nothing complicated. And we will have it out before the Preakness. Don't you worry. There you go. Now where I, I really is, Oh, Bob. Oh, Bob. Bob, He's done it again. (laughs) Oh, Bob. Bob said this is unfair. I didn't do it. It wasn't me. I don't know what you're talking about. Now, this is only like his 27th uh, accusation of doping horse. It's not. But I think it is like the I I think it's his fifth or sixth like formal um, accusation. accusation, if you will. I mean, they filed a formal complaint against him because Mm -hmm. the horse didn't pass. Right. And it's like, okay, well, what's the big deal about it? Well, the big deal is, is it's not safe for the horses because, you know, I mean, horses are like people and I'll explain that just briefly, but in a sense, right. I mean, it's like you, you, you hurt your leg. Right. And you're like, Oh, Hey, I'm going to take some aspirin to kill the pain so I can go out and I hurt my back. Right. But I'm going to play golf today. And it's like, well, you know what? I'll just take some aspirin, but I'm going to take it easy on my back and I'll swing easy or do whatever. Well, horses are kind. Horse doesn't think, oh, my leg hurts. I need to take it easy. The horse thinks, oh, my I'm going to go harder because my leg doesn't hurt and I can go at full speed. So it, it is, it, it, there, I guess there are some drugs from a steroid standpoint where you could look at it that, you know, somebody's taking advantage. Um, 
of, uh, you know, of enhancing performance. But, you know, in some cases it's you're masking uh, an injury or what have you so that the horse is performing at what it thinks is its normal cadence. And yeah, it, it's just, it's not a safe thing for them. And uh, again, Bob said, wasn't me. I don't know. Uh, the, um, uh, what's that horse's name? Medina Spirit. Uh, Medina Spirit. Yeah, they are slated. He is slated to still run the Preakness. Uh, and as I was reading, uh, the folks at Pimlico would have to issue, I guess, a uh, don't show up warning uh, that says, hey, hey, you're, you're out of, we pulled you out of the race. So I don't think he's given any money back yet. He hasn't actually been fined. It's just an accusation. Uh, there's, you know, they're, they're going back and forth and retesting and all that stuff. It's yeah. like, hey, don't retest him until he's had enough time to get it out of his system. Because exactly. if you do, it's a waste of time. <laughs> so, you know, so we got to play the, the, the waiting game. But, uh, you know, I guess the PSA on that is don't dope your horses, dope yourself. There you go. And with that, we're going to get into our fantasy picks uh, for the Byron Nelson, the AT&T Byron Nelson, when we come right back. Cheers. Cheers. Hey, this is Pete Charleston, president of Golf Logics, and you're listening to Birdies and Bourbon. Welcome back to the show. Dan, I can't believe you had me talking about horse racing for all that time. And now I'm thirsty for one of those black eyed Susan. I know you are. uh, Speaking of horses, uh, and we got to talk to the logistics folks over at the PGA. I feel like we've been doing like hopping back and forth across the country like it is nobody. It's like we're in California, then we're in Florida, then we're in uh, Texas, and then we're in North Carolina, and then we're in Georgia. I mean, it's it's the worst travel agent than Steve Miller. Uh, I wonder if the PGA's logistics team also handles Bryson's flight bookings. I don't know. I don't don't know. I don't know. Could be. Could be. Uh, But we are heading to Dallas, Texas. I can't. I can't wait to get back on Spieth Island. I'm just telling you. He's Um, here. He's here. Spieth Island. I I I actually think Spieth Island's in Texas somewhere, isn't it? I I, I think it's at this new course they're playing at this year. So, uh, so here's the deal, man. I mean, this is in the past, right? So this, this, uh, the Byron Nelson has always been kind of one of those buffer weeks between, you know, before a major. And typically, it hasn't been a really big field draw. But this year, uh, they they got a little treat. Uh, they they've got a hell of a lineup. One of the uh, one of the better fields that we've seen outside of a non-major, and or or uh, yeah, pending a non-major. And uh, yeah, we got uh, you got lots of choices and lots of top-tier players showing up this week. You've got. Um, Let's see. Well, hold on. Before we get into that, let's talk about the course because they, so the reason, allegedly, the reason that we've got this audience that we have today, they didn't play it last year, uh, the Byron Nelson due to COVID, but they were playing at a, uh, the course was Trinity Forest. And that just was not a really big hit. I think, uh, what are they, two years ago, they had this big heat wave over 100 degrees, and they paramedics coming in, hauling spectators out of there. They had a monsoon come through that delayed, I think, pushed it to a Monday start, I believe, or a Monday finish. Uh, I think a year or two before that, same kind of thing with the range. It's like, okay, guys, what are you not getting about Texas in May that doesn't really work out? Nevertheless, 
Um, they have moved the course to, I believe it's the next four or five years to TPC Craig ranch. And the, so, and here's the thing, like the, the dude, uh, Craig that built this place. I mean, it's, he named it after himself. So can't wait to meet this fella. Uh, Hey, we should invite us down. We could do a course review, mm. but so, so names it after himself, TPC Craig ranch and they're building, they were building a, uh, like this big hotel that was going to be on site. I don't think it's finished yet. I think that got delayed with COVID, but. But, um, yeah, so TPC Craig Ranch hosting this year's AT&T Byron Nelson Classic. Uh, it's Here's the trail. Get into the par 72 or 71, but it plays as either a par 71 or a par 72. Uh, it's just south of 7,500 yards, Zoysia Fairways, Bent Grass Greens. Again, they didn't play this in 2020, uh, but the previous winners, 2019, Sung Kang, 2018, Aaron Wise, 2017, and I'm surprised he's not here, Billy Ho. Because mm-hmm. I don't, he was, he didn't play Quail Hollow either, did he? I don't think so. I don't, I don't, I don't remember seeing him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 2016, Sergio Garcia, and 2015, Steven Bodich. So that's where we wind up at TPC Craig Ranch. Now, of note, so this will be the first PGA tournament that's been played at TPC Craig Ranch. However, they did play the 2008 and 2012 um, Corn Ferry Tour. I don't know if it was, a, I don't think it was the Corn Ferry Tour Championship then, but what is the Corn Ferry <laughs> Tour now? Uh, you had Luke List in 2012 at T13, Cameron Piercy at T19, Bryce Garnett at T19. And in 2008 at the Corn Ferry Championship, you had Leishman who finished in a tie for seventh. Webb Simpson isn't playing this week, but he was a T11. And that's uh, so that's really the course history here. I'm sure some of the other folks have played it. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think Jordan Spieth actually won his first tournament here. Uh, but I didn't see what uh, what the uh, what the event. It wasn't a PGA event, wasn't a corn fairy. So it must have been a collegiate, some kind of uh, event that was happening there or not collegiate, uh, like a high school event or something was going on. So uh, we, we do have some folks that have seen the course uh, in years past, but again, you know, talking 2008 and 2012. So many years ago, uh, let's see. So, uh, you got about nine holes that, uh, Rowlett Creek runs through. So it kind of, uh, intertangles and weaves its way through the property on nine or so holes. Uh, I did mention that par it's a par 71 or 72, depending on the <coughs> setup, um, and that's given the two short par fours that are there and it's hole number 14 that can either be played as a short par four. Oh, I'm sorry, hole number 12 that can either be played as a short par four or it can be played, I'm sorry, a long par four, or it can be played as a short par five. I think everything that I've been reading is the indication is that it's going to be a par 71 and they're going to play it as a uh, long par four, but that is not confirmed yet. So I I don't know about that. I don't know that it really makes a difference, uh, you know, for that particular hole. So I think they're in good shape there. Um, of note, so I think this is going to be kind of a driver's uh, long hitters course or bombers course. There are two short par fours uh, that should be drivable. It's number six and number 14. And I think both of those are coming in around like 350, 60 yards ish. Uh, well, number six is uh, it's listed at 361. Uh, I think it can be playing in 14. 
is 341 yards. So there's a little bit of trouble around them. Um, again, doesn't mean they can't go for it and kind of bail out, you know, for sand traps, et cetera. So, you know, does that put Bryson at a, uh, you know, at a, at a different spectrum there being able to go for it? Uh, by the way, DJ, I did see he is out. Yep. He, uh, he got the, uh, he got the Kepka syndrome and hurt his knee. So, uh, he said, he's going to take, uh, take a little break, rest up. Um, I don't know. He's probably that, that knee probably translates to, I got driver issues. Um, but you know, I, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, obviously well, you know, we're talking ahead of time. We're like, well, how serious is DJ going to be this week anyway? You know? So, well, I think as serious as Kepka is going to be right. And it's like, Hey, let me get two, let, let, let me get two tournament rounds in. True. Because uh, we haven't seen Kepka since the Masters, right. so mm-hmm. so let me get two tournament rounds in. Actually, I don't want to make the weekend. I just need to get some reps in. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, and I, that that's not words out of out of Dan and mine's mouth. I mean, that is out of Kepka's mouth. He only wants to win majors. Yeah, that's all he focuses on, and he doesn't practice before any tournament unless it's a major. Yeah, so. Uh, so there you go. Uh, what else is kind of, um, Oh, so something interesting. So this will be the first time probably that we've seen it, uh, as spectators. So at least from a PGA perspective and hole number 17 was intended to mimic uh, hole 16 at the uh, waste management. So that kind of stadium, you know, par three stadium profile kind of thing. Uh, it, I did see they were going to have, I think it was like 25% capacity. Mm. from uh, COVID restrictions. So, you know, we won't get the full breadth of, uh, of, of what uh, TPC Craig Ranch has to offer, at least from that aspect with the fans and the way they built it. And they have really built it to be. So if you kind of read about what uh, Mr. Craig did from, you know, what he, I mean, his, his main goal was to get a PGA tour event there. And it was, you can stay on property. You don't have to have shuttle buses, plenty of trees for shade for, for the folks that are there. And, you know, and again, kind of mimicking that, uh, that stadium hole at TPC, Scottsdale, right. To give the spectators that kind of, uh, you know, that, uh, that noisy high energy, uh, experience. So, yep. yeah. So, uh, Hey, I mean, it should be a good tournament, a hell of a field. Yep. Um, all the, uh, I don't want to say all the big guys are there. I mean, you've obviously got some people taking off Rory for one. I mean, he just won. He ain't showing up. Uh, DJ hurt his uh, knee, so he's not showing up, but you know, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, Dan, anything he's else out with on Medina spirit. <laughs> he's hanging out with Medina. They said, hey, give me two. Give me two. Uh, winter Ooh. storm in mid-February that uh, the ice across Texas caused some significant damage. Uh, nearly five acres of tees and collars were replaced due to the damage in the storm. Um, that creek runs through the property and crosses 14th and 18th. But, yeah, I mean, you, you had you all the major facts on the course. Yeah. yeah. By the way, I'm, if you haven't tried this yet, I don't know. You, I think you can yeah, – well, I know you can order it online. Uh, but the still Austin bourbon oh. whiskey is absolutely, I, I think it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you haven't give it a try, I'm definitely going to have a few more, uh, glasses while we're recording here. So, um, I'm thinking this is going to be a lot like Phil at quail hollow. It's going to start out really, really strong. I don't know what you're going to get at the end. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. All right. Should we get so, into it? Let's peel it back, man. So again, DJ is out uh, in the 10,000 and better. You've got DeChambeau, Rombo, Spieth, the man from Spieth Island, Hideki Matsuyama, most recent and current Masters champion, and Daniel Berger. 
Um, hey, real you know, quick, who, do, you, do you know how we talked about like a while back, uh, like Fowler designing golf courses and stuff like that? Yeah. You think if Spieth actually made a golf course and called it Spieth Island, if that would be like a huge attraction, you know how like Tiger's got the putt putt thing now and they got like the, uh, I'm getting a membership. Golf. I'm getting a membership. Spieth Island comes to the town near you. Maybe that's what they're doing at Baker's Bay. Maybe they're trying to turn Baker's Bay into maybe secretly, maybe Baker's Bay is actually Spieth Island. It's just oh. don't call it Spieth Island because everybody will show up. That's right. That's right. Good point. Maybe. And then, and then of course, you know, you got Bucky, Bucky over there in the background going, Hey, let, let me have it. Let me have it. We'll, we'll commercialize this. Gosh. <laughs> oh, good it's stuff. possible. Good stuff. It is possible. So $10,000 and better range, Dan, who you got? Uh, I'm taking Bryson. Bryson, uh, from what I can, uh, whatever I've been hearing are. about the course, it's like it's pretty wide open. It's pretty long. It's going to be driver friendly. I like Bryson. Um, I know you like Speed. We haven't seen Speed. Uh, of course, in a little I while, like Speed. Right? Uh, and, and you know, the, here's the thing: it's like it's getting to be, getting to be the time of year where like Daniel Berger starts to really heat up. He loves these months here. This is when he played, and he won. Uh, he won the uh, at Colonial last year, right, and all that, and then he did really well at the RBC and etc. He heats up this time of year. We haven't seen Hideki since the Masters. I'm not sure if like they if he's come back over here because of there's a sake shortage or whatnot over there now. Um, and then the Rombo <laughs> missed the cut last week. So can he bounce back? Yeah. I mean that guy rarely misses a cut. I like Bryson here um, the best. But who do you like the best? Well, before I talk about who I like the best, because I'm going to talk about him for a while, I'm going to talk about Hideki. So he flew back to Japan after the Masters. He spent his two-week quarantine. He spent two weeks in quarantine. Couldn't go out and do anything. And then he turns around and he flies back here. I'm like, why'd you fly back? I, I don't. I don't get that. So, so uh, that's a guy that I'm fading this week. I think there's going to be some challenges there. And again, I mean, what he did at the at Augusta, you know, look, looked really good. Uh, is the putter going to show up for him here? He's on bent grass greens. I don't know, but uh, I, I'm fading Hideki for that reason only. Lots of in my opinion, what unnecessary travel. That's one guy uh, that, that needs to make sure he missed the cut before he leaves town. <laughs> uh, uh, if you say so. Um, yeah, well, well, quarantine yeah, exactly. and everything. <laughs> oh, I know. It, it, exactly. Uh, who I do like here. Yeah. I, I'm speed all the way on this one. Uh, I mean, if you look at, so by the way, uh, thank you to fantasy national for providing stats for us as we're looking through this. I'm looking at the last 12 rounds, all courses. We don't have any history or stats at uh, TPC Craig ranch. So when you're, if you're, if you're looking back at tournament history, you're going to see tournament history at Trinity forest, not TPC Craig ranch. And uh, I think I'm going to be kind of relying heavy on uh, recent form here. And, uh, and, and eh, let's face it, I may be a fanboy. So uh, I'm Jordan Spieth all the way. I'm looking at his last 12 rounds and I, I see a lot of ones and they're not the same column. So yes, give me Jordan Spieth. I don't know how he's not the highest valued player here. He's $10,700. And, uh, I, I think he's far going to outscore everybody in the field, man. I, it's a, don't get me wrong. Everybody else is picking him too, but in order to keep up in DraftKings, I got to have him in there. So, okay. So I just want to go uh, on the record yeah, so, here. I'm going to get our analyst on this. I want the analyst to go back one year 
And I want to know if Jordan Spieth has missed more cow lineups or ROM cuts. Because I, I can guarantee you it's probably, Ooh. it's probably uh, like ROM cuts has probably missed less than the Spieth in your lineup. <laughs> that, that, that's, it's fair. It's fair. Allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Uh, what I what I would say is I, I do like Rom here. I th- you you said it. He missed a cut here. He missed a cut last week at Quail Hollow. Yeah. And there's there's I mean there's no reason. I mean Quail Hollow should set up really nice for Rom. And uh, obviously uh, you know it uh, his, his game wasn't there last week. Well, I don't see him miss. I don't see him missing a cut two weeks in a row. I mean he is like T five all the way around yeah and uh i yeah i I think rom's strong here if you want to pay eleven thousand dollars for him i think you can i don't know that you have to i think out of that group i think probably hideki's the one that i'm fading the most Mm. second is burger but again i don't know why burger's here i mean i guess he's just getting some reps in right so again i don't know if he actually wants to i mean it's it's not and it's not fair we're we're not saying that these guys are showing up to throw the tournament I but I think you, if they don't remember Colonial this time of the year last year, it's right there in Texas. Burger, I know. Burger I, likes they, it. He likes Texas this time I of year. I, it may may not be a bad play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, all right. So the nine thousand dollar range. I'll start at ninety nine. I'll just call out some of the notables. You got Kepka. Uh, we haven't seen him since the Masters. You got Zalatoris. Missed the cut last week. Uh, hold on. Before I get it too deep into this, you could actually go through and set your DraftKings lineup and p- only pick Texas players. Mm-hmm. And and I think you've got a chance to win. You, you've at least got a chance to make money. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is like, this is solid as hell, man, as far as this, this Texas crowd that's coming out of here. So, um, and I'm not, the people that I'm mentioning are not I, actually the two people. Uh, Zalatoris is a Texas I think guy. He's a Texas guy, yeah. yeah. But Scotty Scheffler, I mean, you know, uh, you got Sergio. Uh, you got Sergio that lives in, outside of San Antonio. You, Brian well, Palmer. And they're not Texas guys, but you got Leishman and Day. I uh, can't talk about Day yet, but you got Leishman, uh, which is, I mean, I don't know why the Australians play so well in Texas, but they tend to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but you got Palmer. Uh, Sam Burns. I don't know. I mean, is he dehydrated? Is he? I mean, get get the man an IV. He I, may be dehydrated. I've never been to Australia, but just looking at the old Foster commercials, there seems to be some kind of cultural kind of like you know interweavings between Australia and Texas. You Cowboys know? Like down and, under. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Livestock yeah. and yeah, maybe yeah. I, I can see it. Yeah. I can see it happening. So, who do you like in the nine thousand dollar range? Oh. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know. B, what's BK gonna do? I, who the hell knows, right? I mean, he didn't look horrible at the Masters. No, I, I still don't trust the knee, and with no recent form, I'm not going to take a chance on him here. I mean, he he could flat out go out there and win. I mean, he did play well at the Masters. I think he's he's probably in decent form. I just I haven't seen it, so I can't tell you he is or he isn't. Uh, I but, just don't but, trust hey, it. Yeah. How, how long had it been? How long had it been since we'd seen him before the waste management? Well, I guess he played. He miscut at the Farmers, miscut at the Amex, yeah. and then we're and then we're back in December and another miscut. Yeah. And uh, you know, and he goes and he wins, right? And he's well, I, I scratched that. He didn't play good at the Masters. He missed the cut, but uh, but but you got a first and a second. Uh, he WGC. surprised us. He surprised us a little bit at the Masters, though, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you got the the WGC uh, second place, and you got uh, any one waste management. So I I don't know, man. It's I mean that's a dude that can just show up and get it done flat out. You know, if he's if if, he, if he's feeling good and he's healthy, he, it, it can happen. So my understanding I'm, is, I'm fading him. Yeah, me too. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm fading him. I think uh, DJ is probably going to swing by on Friday and pick him up in the jet. Oh, um, you think so? so. <laughs> well, or 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 Bryson probably has two planes booked, so he's like, uh, "Hey, DJ uh, uh, Brooks, don't worry about booking a flight. You can use mine if you need it." There you go. Um, so Zalatoris, uh, you know, he missed the cut last week, but I don't know. I mean, that dude's been playing. He's yeah, been playing really good. He's got a lot of off course stuff going on. He just got engaged. I heard he got a new house. He's got like a lot of just stuff going on. So I, I don't know where his head's at. Um, it's probably at where Brooks is, is, is like, you know, doing well next week, right? Uh, is he playing next week? He is, right? Yeah. Okay. Zalatoris? Yeah. Uh, I think so. I think so. Yeah, yeah I think he's playing next yeah. week, yeah. Uh, well, no, 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 no. Actually, I don't think he is. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think he is playing. Hmm. Well, maybe. Yeah. Okay. What well, is if he if he wins this week? Does he get to play next week? If he wins, yeah. Then then there you go. I don't know. Uh, I don't so know. That's allegedly right. I don't know. Yeah. The whole non tour like, card's so weird with him. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. So, but I don't think he's playing. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um. But I like everybody in the nine. Well, outside of Kepka, and and he's a question mark. I, I'm not saying I don't like him. I'm saying I'm not. I, w- I definitely wouldn't bet him. But you know, in a in a DraftKings lineup. I mean, shit, man, it wouldn't surprise me for him to come out and pull off a you know, top 10. Uh, Fitzpatrick, I, I mean, I can't say that dude is, uh, I mean, he, he, I think he's a pick to win here. Uh, Scheffler, I mean, Texas guy, of course. Yeah. I mean, as long as the uh, putter uh, kind of gets back in form, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're in good shape there. Yep. Burns, yeah, I don't know if he's dehydrated or not from that session he had after that win down in um, – <laughs> Down in uh, where's that Newport, Richie, or whatever? Uh, yeah. outside of Tampa, the Valspar. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so you know maybe uh, who Leishman? I don't know. His numbers don't look great on here, but I mean, he's showing I, some signs of life. Yeah. Yeah. Has, yeah. I mean, it's uh, what is he, fifth at the Masters? We haven't seen him since the Masters either. So fifth at the Masters. So uh, you know, got got something there. Of course, Ryan, I mean, Ryan Palmer, it's Texas. I mean, how the hell do you not play Ryan Palmer in Texas? Sergio Garcia, uh, he wins this time of year in Texas. He lives in Texas. So I, I like him there. So I, I don't know. I can't, I don't have any direction on the $9,000 range, except pick somebody or multiples from the $9,000 range. I think I like, uh, I like Scheffler and I like Palmer. Um, those are my two guys I like, but again, so like is, your, is your is your primary lineup going to be a hundred percent Texas? Uh, one of them probably will be. Um, <laughs> you know, Sam Burns. You and I were talking about Sam Burns. I mean, he just he just won, so coming yeah. back to back is going to be tough. But then he had a ton of missed cuts, so he's kind of been up and down. He's been uh, you know hit or miss. Uh, Day missed the cut last week. That was just strange, right? Oh, days 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 eighty nine hundred. He's not in the nine thousand dollar range. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm not as in love yeah, with this as you are, yeah. but yeah. 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 I don't, I don't think you can go wrong. I mean, I think you got some folks that can get hot or cold. I mean, who's hot. I mean, I would, I would like to say Zalatoris and Fitzpatrick and Scheffler is hot, mm-hmm. but then, then I'm ignoring Burns at just one. Right. So how can you not call him? <laughs> that's, that's a mixed bag for me on that one. So, all right. So the, in the $8,000 range, once did, again, did, you talk, did you talk about I mean, Fitzpatrick real quick? Did you talk about him? Cause he's, he's been, no, no, he's no, been pretty, ahead. he's been, he's fourth at the RBC, 34th at the masters, ninth at the players, 10th at API, 11th at WGC. Those are, and then fifth at Genesis. Those were his last six starts. So the first, the, the worst is a T 34. The best is he's got a T four, a T nine, a T five. And he's got a couple T 10 and T 11s. I mean, that guy's, that guy's been playing really good golf. Fitzpatrick. It, yeah. It, it's going to pop, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's going to get there. And I mean, 
is this the week that he does it? I mean, I think the course should set up fine for him. I don't see any and challenges off the tee, there. He's 12th uh, last 50 rounds. He's 12th. I mean, he doesn't, he's not bad off the tee. So yeah, I think he's a good pick here. He might be my favorite in that category, the $9,000. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I did. I could, I, again, I, I don't know that uh, outside of Kepka. Uh, I don't know. I'd probably fading Zalatoris in $9,700 this week. I mean, I, I'm, I think I'm going, I'm leaning Scheffler, Fitzpatrick mm-hmm. and Palmer in the $9,000 yeah, range in, and in that order. Yeah. 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 So 8,900, uh, Jason day missed a cut last week. Uh, he, however, he's won, he's won this tournament, obviously not at this course, but he's won this time. I think he's won it twice, at least once. Uh, see Wu Kim, Harris English, Thomas Peters, uh, Westwood list. I mean, it, uh, Aaron wise, previous winner, Kucher. I don't know. We hadn't seen Kucher in a minute. Uh, uh Charles Schwartzel, man, that guy is, uh, mm-hmm. coming out, coming off that wrist injury. I mean, that guy, he's, he's playing some solid golf. Let me start at the top here and let's see who we want to talk about. Uh, I actually like, I like day and Siwoo. I think both of those guys, uh, probably have some game here. Um, they, they, I mentioned it earlier, like he and Leishman. So he missed the cut at Fargo, missed the masters, 35th players, 31st Arnold Palmer. So I wouldn't say he's been playing great golf, but, uh, I would say that, you know, he does like Texas golf and I, I don't know, I'm probably just on, you know, where he's at. I mean, his numbers putters, not there. Uh, so I'm not sure that, uh, that that's a direction to really go. Heck of a ball striker uh, though. Last 24 rounds, he's 13th off the tee, 13th tee to green, 27 shots again, total 29th ball striking. The putter's the only thing that's really kind of getting them around the green third. So, yeah, I mean, days I'm with you. I think day, I think he, he could do well here. Yeah, Stewu, uh last four tournaments, uh he's uh 33rd or better. We haven't seen him since Hilton Head though, so you know that's uh, I don't think he he didn't qualify for the Masters and you know who knows what's going on. Probably just taking some time off. But uh so I don't know about Siwu. Harris English has been kind of hot. I would I mean I mean, when I say kind of, right, it's uh, 43rd at the Fargo. He missed the RBC, 21st Masters, 26 API. So, I don't know. It's uh, I think this is the kind of course that English could get it done at. Uh, about Peters. So, Peters is – here's another guy that Ricky Fowler should probably get. Uh, <laughs> if, he, if he didn't like – he doesn't like Stuart Sink's set schedule. He should get Thomas Peters, 13th at Corrales, 15th at Puerto Rico, um, and then that, that's uh, that's all he's played this year. But I think he's played in. Well, he played in the uh, in, the uh, the, uh, the team event, right? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, Westwood. Pff, I don't know, man. I thought Westwood was coming in as nothing, and then uh, where were they at? At the was it the Bear Trap that we're at? Where was he at when uh, he just absolutely to just did well, he's the players in API second the players second. in yeah. API yeah 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 it just played lights out but then he he missed the Honda missed the Masters and sixty third I don't know where so. he is now yeah yeah a little hot yeah. streak uh, I do like Luke List here I think that's um, I think that's a solid play and he's got good track record here six at the wells fargo he missed the valspar 58 at rbc 17th at valero so i think i like where luke list is today in his game mm-hmm. uh and i think that that's uh, i think that's a good uh i wouldn't i don't know if he's going to be heavily played 
So I, that's kind of the reason that I'm leaning on the list side is uh, I think there I think there's some good value there, and I think that maybe I mean I could be wrong. We'll see. Uh, we're not experts at this, but I think um, are we experts at anything, Dan? Uh, yeah, man, absolutely. Oh, perfect. Yeah. In that case, uh, <laughs> but uh, so I, I don't know. But I, I like list here. I, I think he. Uh, I think this is going to set up well for him. Well, he's tenth off the tee last twenty four rounds in this field. Nineteenth uh, tee to green, sixteenth ball striking. Those are good numbers. Where he's going to struggle is around the green and putting. He's ninety sixth in putting, eighty third around the green, fifteenth DK points. But I mean, like you said, I mean tenth off the tee is a long course. I mean, he should he should do well here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean to say he's not a bomber, you'd be uh, yeah. you'd be remiss to go down that road. I mean yeah. he, he's he's there, right? If it's uh, to, yeah. around the green, right? Depending on where his bailouts are, et cetera. I mean that's going to kind of be the kind of be the hangup for uh, for Liz. But I mean he's gaining strokes on almost uh, on, on a, in almost every category. Um, yeah, and and he's solid, and I like him coming off that six uh, sixth place finish at uh, Quail Hollow. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other guy I like here is Aaron Wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he won in 2018 and uh, top five in strokes gained on the field in Charlotte. Uh, where did he finish? He finished. Uh, he was ninth at Wells. T10, I believe. Ninth at Wells. Ninth, sorry, yeah, mm-hmm. ninth at Wells. He he missed RBC, but again, I mean, I'm looking at recent form and where he's at. So uh, he's another guy that's gaining strokes across the board. So, yep. and you know, he's hitting the ball well. He's putting really good. Um, kind of, I'm going to ride that guy for sure. Yeah, forty fourth at Valero, thirteenth at the Honda. Yeah, I mean, it's just good form. Yeah. Uh, and then he's fifteenth off the tee, uh, last twenty four rounds, forty uh, first around the green. 145th putting. That's that's tough. That's really tough at the putting yeah, side. He, but I know he turned it around last week. That doesn't mean it's going to turn off. How many uh, rounds are you looking at? 24. Are you looking at 12 or 24? 24. 24. Yeah. Um, thanks, Fantasy National, by the way. We mm-hmm. appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, it's uh, so those two. Those are probably my two favorites in the eight thousand dollar range or list them wise. Uh, I don't know, Schwartzel and Mitchell. I mean, look at what Mitchell did over the weekend. I don't know what's going to happen when he gets to Texas. That could be, I don't want to say questionable, but uh, I mean, he definitely wasn't on. I don't think, I don't think Mitchell was on anybody's radar uh, prior to what, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, well, 17th at Valero, 69 Valspar and third at the Wells. So I don't know that he was on anybody's radar coming into Valero, but uh, he's kind of got the ship righted, I would say. Uh, I don't know what it looks like once he gets to Texas. So uh, I'm, I'm fading that uh, he's going to have the Lee Westwood syndrome. He's going to be tired from carrying around those, uh, carrying Rory McElroy around on his shoulders all week. Yeah, uh, Charles I like, but I don't know if I like him here. He's uh, 85th off the tee, and I think you got to have that here. I think you got to be a little bit longer than that, right? Yeah. And then Cam Champ. Um, Cam Champ is sixth off the tee here, or in this field, last 24 rounds. Uh, but he's just got a ton of red on his scorecard, man. 125th shots gained total, uh, 136 around the green, 144th putting, 96 DK points. That's just a lot of red there. I, and I didn't like what I saw the last couple of times I've seen him play. So what you, we saw him at the Valspar, right? So we saw him. Yeah. Is it he and Fino? The, the, uh, yes, him and yep, him and Fino. 
Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. So, yeah. Uh, $7,000 range. Taylor Gooch, uh, the Gooch, his numbers. Are no, that pretty... it was the, um, not the Vals, not the, you're, you're thinking of the, um, the match play at the, in down in yeah, Nor- yeah, yeah, New Orleans, yeah. New Orleans, not the, not the Vals bar. That was the, um, uh, what is that thing called? The uh, Zurich, Zurich, the Zurich classic. Zurich. Yeah. Yeah. Good catch, Dan. Hey, wait, hey, wait, wait to correct me and make me look like I don't know what the hell I'm talking I about. I just don't want to. Yeah, no, no, that's good. No. <laughs> uh, let's see. Alexander Noren. I think this is the first time he's been in the $7,000 range, almost $8,000. First time he's been there. And I don't know how many tournaments, a bunch. Mm-hmm. So it kind of goes to show what's, uh, what's going on with, uh, with, yeah, with his game. Um, I don't know. Gooch, where's he at? Uh, I mean, his numbers look decent. His approach numbers, he's ranked fifth on approach. So it looks really good there. And that's the other thing with, uh, with Rowlett Creek running through this thing, man. I mean, there's going to be a lot of, uh, a lot of layup or a lot of go for it to try to carry shots that are, that are going to happen. Uh, but with Gooch, uh, so Gooch was 26 at Wells Fargo, missed the cut at Valspar, 46 Honda, fifth of the players. So, I don't, yeah, I mean, recent form, I, mean, I don't think there's anything to be afraid of from Gooch. I mean, if you like to play him, I, I think he's probably a solid play here. Uh, Carlos Ortiz, we haven't mentioned his name in forever. Oh, don't, don't go over Charles Howell. Well, I've got him below. Okay, yeah, he's below. No, I, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, Charles Howell. So, uh, last 24 rounds, 11th off the tee, which I like here, right? Uh, 20th, shots gained total, 28th tee to green, 46th ball striking, 17th around the green, 77th putting, little little red there, 88th in uh, DK points. If you look at the recent form on uh, Howell, 39th at the Valspar, 18th at RBC, missed the cut at Valero, 29th at Corrales, Puticana, 9th players, 36th API. I like the recent form. I mean, he had one miscut there in his last six starts or whatnot. He's got a he's got a top ten. He's got a top twenty. Uh, he's hit the ball pretty dang good. And you know, with that, uh, if you're looking in this price range, you want somebody again that has that length off the tee. And I think he gives you that. Yeah. I wouldn't argue with you there, Dan. Yeah, there you go. Um, who else? Do I, oh, 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 oh! I can't wait to talk about this guy. He's had 10 starts in the calendar year of 21. He's missed four cuts, and he will also be collecting a $4 million check at the end of the 21 season a lot of fours in there. for the player incentive program. It is Ricky for Fowler. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know what's going to – I played him last week. I played him in a lineup or two, but yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, I, I ain't falling for that shit again. Those commercials are not sucking me into that losing bet again. Not gonna. Happen. He plays Rick Quail Hollow. Should be like. I mean, it ain't his his homecoming, but it. I mean, he's all. He's got a good track record. Yep. Listen, I don't know if he's ever played this course. He may. I mean, I'm. He's definitely never played it uh, in a. Uh, uh, outside of like just you know a, a money match walking up you know hey you want to play but so he missed the cut at wells fargo but here's the other thing 17th at the valero so shit and it's like now what are you 65th the honda missed the cut at the players which is why i mean that should be a ricky fowler home course so i i don't know i'm i'm fading ricky fowler probably for the rest of the season i i hope that i get to um recant and i hope i get to say that i can't wait to play him in every given weekend but i I don't know man i'm i'm uh yeah lots of red the only thing he does good is around the green which means 
he ain't driving it good and he his approach isn't good and he's getting it on the green he's scrambling but then he can't make a damn putt so yeah lo- lots of issues mm-hmm. i agree i agree I'm, I'm more sta- distractions I'm, I'm staying away i'm staying away um who else we got uh i don't know russell knox his putting scares me uh peter uline and sebastian munoz i mean those could be some maybes uh scott stallings you know his approach he he's ranked, a little bit last week didn't he yeah yeah he, he didn't he looked i mean i think he looked pretty good uh fellow east tennessean so you know it's uh, I, I went the other tennessee or i'm going the other tennessean um what about, what about uh, ben, ben Martin? 11th, uh, well, 11th you, last week at the uh, Wells. He missed the cut at RBC. Again, different type of course, you know, very narrow, small greens, that kind of thing. 34th at Valero, 9th at the Corellis Puticana. Uh, so last four starts, he had a miscut miss in there, but he had a, he almost had like a top 10. He had a number T11 last week. So, I mean, hey, off the tee last week, he gained 2.8 shots. Um, I don't know. I mean, hey, I'm just saying he's got a lot of green here for Fantasy National, so I just wanted to take a look at him, right? 38th off the tee. Not bad. No, I, yeah, I'm, I'm going, I like another, I like Camilo Villegas, uh, 11th at Valspar, yeah. 25th at Heritage, 17th yeah. at Valero. He did miss Corrales, but eighth at Honda, 4.6 strokes gain total over his last five. Uh, and str- the strongest, uh, is T to green at well, T to green at one, uh, almost two and then, uh, over two and a half in putting. So, you know, Camilo's had a lot on his mind over the past, uh, you know, year probably or so. And well, for the past couple of years, but, uh, but I mean, this guy's kind of turning things around and I mean, off the tee is not great, but he's making up for it everywhere else. So, you know, I, I think that's something. And then, and then my man, mm-hmm. my man Sneds, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, it, he puts good on bent. So, you know, that that's key. And 11th at Valspar, 42nd RBC, 6th at Valero. So I, I'm thinking uh, this course is going to set up good for Sneds. I think, I think he's going to be one that he's opting for the layups on, uh, you know, on some of those shots around the creek. But, uh, but I, I like where Sneds is at at $7,400 this week. Yeah, I do too. I do too. I like, I like Sneds here for that price point at $7,400. I like him here. Uh, anybody else? You liked Hoagie, didn't you? you? Uh, I, you know, I, I want to say yes, but his, his, uh, I, I like him for some outright bets on maybe like leading on the first day, but for some reason, and bent grass, by the way, is his worst putting surface. Mm-hmm. So that that's the, that's the thing that scares me about Hoagie here is yes, I do. I do think if he could get the putting righted, I think you got something, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's, uh, I mean, what is what's what, Perez? What's he going to do here? I can't believe you haven't talked about Doc Redman for 30 minutes. Mm, I haven't talked about Doc Redman in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about um, uh, the challenging year for him, for sure. Yeah. Who Jonathan Vegas, I like here. I think that there's, uh, I mean, that, that guy's kind of getting uh, a 43rd at Wells, 48th at Valspar, 18th at Corrales, 30th at Honda. And, uh, you know, if you want to go back that far, second at Port, uh, the Puerto Rico. So I think Vegas is, uh, I think he, I, when I say he's a contender, I mean, I think, I don't know, you get a top 25 out of him for 7,200 bucks, maybe. Uh, Scott Piercy's got some history here. So I think, uh, I think it's Piercy. I could be lying to you. 
Uh, nah, never mind. It's Cameron Percy. Um, so, but I do like where, and I mean, his numbers look like shit, but I think he finished, uh, really well last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. 11th at, at the Wells. So, you know, again, but I don't know, that's one tournament, but that course is playing hard, man. I think we're going to see this course play kind of similar to what happened last week. I do too. It, it, yeah. Yeah. It, I don't know if it's going to be as hard, but I think we're going to see some of that. Yeah. It gets uh, tough as you get down here, though. It gets really tough because I'm looking for off the tee. I'm not seeing a whole lot of guys that are, you know, top 20 off the tee, you know. So. Yeah. Uh, Tom Lewis. Yeah. Uh, he's actually, that, I mean, his numbers aren't bad all the way across. So Tom Lewis looks pretty good. I mean, he's good uh, under 20. He missed a cut at Fargo, 48 Valspar, 25 at RBC, 54 Valero, 56. So, I mean, I mean he kind of says I'm a cut maker. Uh, ain't going to really get you anything too, uh, too solid. Who else is looking good? Roger Sloan. I played him, uh, when I played him last week or two weeks ago and he missed the cut. So I swore off his ass, played at Valspar <laughs> and Valero. So I said, yeah, well that ain't happened. Hey, not falling for that one again, Raj. <laughs> um, yeah. So in the, in this, go ahead. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Will Gordon, right. He's ninth off the tee, but then you get approaching around the green. I mean, he's, you know, averaging one ranked one thirty. So it's like, well, okay, great. You can drive the ball, but you can't, uh, you know, you can't get it on the green, but when he does, I mean, he's ranked 61st in putting. So I mean, at least he's, you know, it's not horrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think in this category about, though, I like, uh, in the $7,000 range, I think I liked, uh, uh, Charles Howe third, I think is one of my first, my first picks there. Um, who do you like best in the $7,000 category? Uh, Ricky Fowler. I bet you do. To miss the cut. Like Schned. Uh, you like Schned. Uh, no, like yeah, I, 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 I like Camillo and I like, uh, Sneds. Yeah. Mm, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I like those two. Those, those are my two, uh, two top ones. Is anything in the $6,000 range that you're like, ah, well, let's I can take a look here. Uh, you know, there were a couple, oddly enough. Uh, so Will Gordon mm-hmm. off the tee. I just mentioned him. Yep, did, uh, yeah. Troy Merritt. I actually, I mean, his off the tee is 126, but everything else is kind of pretty decent. So, I mean, I, I think Troy Merritt's worth a look here. Uh, here's a guy that's, I, I don't know. So, and, and he's played, um, so he, he's like the aha he's like the gotcha guy mm. you know it's like it's like when the people come on the show and they're like hey man is there anything we should know and i'm like nah, it's not really a gotcha kind of show you know we we we're straightforward but it's like every time you see that sabatini mm. every time you don't play him you know like he, he's uh he, he's and he but he, he scores really well and i'm not saying he places really well I'm saying he's generally speaking, he's scoring good. So I don't know. This could be a place where Sabatini kind of breaks his little slump. Uh, Nate Lashley, he's ranked 14th in DraftKings points. Uh, off the tees, uh, 112. So I don't know if that's, you know, that's kind of uh, against the where you are. But no, I don't really. Uh, well, Josh Teeter. Which one? Teeter, Josh Teeter. Uh, well, that's the, maybe, uh, I mean, he didn't look bad except for his putting sucks. Yeah. 34th at Corrales, 22nd Puerto Rico, 50th, 18th pro am 40th Amex, 54th RSM. RSM was last year. He goes into last year. He had a pretty, a pretty bad form last fall, but this so far this year, he hasn't missed a cut yet. I mean, Cameron Percy did play here in, uh, he played in the 2012 Corn Ferry Championship. He was T19. I know it's a long time from 20, almost, we got almost 10 years difference, but I'm just saying, like, I mean, he's got some course history. He played well here, you know, when he was there. And his numbers aren't 
really horrible. I mean, they, they're decent. I mean, for $6,600, if you went heavy on the top end and you need to find somebody low, I mean, I think Percy doesn't look that bad on paper. Yeah, I, don't, I agree with you there. Yep. Mm hmm. Uh, what is he? 63rd off the tee, 14th in approach, uh, 39th in DraftKings points. I mean, he, you know, uh, putting, he's 113, but I mean, shit, I, I don't, I don't know if that's really going to come into play. I mean, I shouldn't, it's going to come into play, but I'm saying if you're for $6,600, I mean, you know, you're, you're kind of looking for, Hey, just give me something, right? Yeah. Just give me a tuber and I'll get you something out of it. <laughs> All right. We're going to get on to one and done. Uh, you, you go first. I'm still undecided. It's uh, taking Bryson. It's uh, it's Bryson's week. It. It's Bryson's week. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm so torn. I'm torn like an old sweater, Dan. <laughs> um, uh, I, I definitely wasn't going to go DJ either way. I definitely wasn't going to go Hideki. And I, I'm not only trying to talk about the top. I'm going Scheffler. If I've got Scheffler open, I'm going Scheffler. Texas guy, he's been playing solid golf. Uh, I think he's got something to. I think he did, and and we may have a back-to-back winner. We have back-to-back winners. Scotty Scheffler wins the Byron Nelson, the AT and T Byron Nelson Classic, and first time major winner. Scotty, I can't pick him next week, but uh, <laughs> but he could be he could be the PGA champion of 2021 okay. that's good i like that pick i like that pick i like scotty yeah absolutely man so coming up later in the week we're gonna have we're gonna release a show i think probably on thursday it was a union horse right uh oh with with uh with wilson yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah so uh so disclaimer <laughs> uh it could be a bit of a long show uh we didn't talk a lot of golf but we did talk a lot of uh we we talked a lot about union well you know here's the fun thing that i i really i the reason i had a good time talking with wilson and, and dan did as well oh, yeah. mm-hmm. is uh, you know um so union horse and i i, I got a little cloudy towards the end of the show I pulled a I pulled a I pulled a lefty. I was strong coming out of the gate, well, but I didn't finish good. Um, but you know, it, it's a, it, and, and a lot of people. You probably don't have Union Horse on your liquor store shelf. Um, you can order it online, but you probably don't see it in the store. And uh, it, it is in plenty of stores. And he get, we get into the allocation or where it's uh, where it's distributed at, et cetera, in, in the show. But you know, we uh, he was kind enough, well, not kind enough, but it was it was fun to be able to talk about other bourbons that are whiskeys that you may drink. And we kind of related them back to, well, hey, this is Union Horse, and if if you like. Uh, I think we talked about some Maker's Mark, maybe. I think we. T- I, I don't want to. I, I don't recall exactly, but we definitely talked about some other. Um, Four roses. Four roses. Sorry, yeah. So from a, a high rise standpoint, so we definitely talked about um, like in comparison. Hey, if you like this, you might like this, and you might prefer this, or or you might drink this more often being union horse because it tastes a lot some similarities between kind of um you know outside of boutique or craft distilleries we talked about kind of the name namesakes and uh, the the staples on the shelf which was a lot of fun uh he's a wealth of knowledge when it comes to whiskey and dan did such a good job on that show uh, Wilson's coming back up in, uh, in a few weeks. So we, we've got a second tasting. So I don't know if it was like he wanted to, it was like, uh, oh, oh you're going to be able to break them. 
and uh, he didn't break us on the first one. So now we get a second one. But, uh, you know, it's it's always yeah, you got to be careful when you when you start the show with no, no, no. Challenge me with whatever and pour it on. It's like, OK, but just realize that's what you asked for. It was a good blind tasting. We had some Goonies uh, quotes, Goonies quotes. Oh, we did have some, uh, some other movies in there, too, weren't there? I thought there were some other movies in there, too. Didn't we, did we talked about Roadhouse. Maybe, maybe Roadhouse. Maybe Roadhouse. Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was good stuff. Yeah, it's a fun uh, time. No, good, but it, nice it was guy. good. Nice guy. Yeah, and yeah. by the way, Union Horse is fan. And I, I hadn't had it before. I'd, I'd waited until uh, until we got to sample with him and kind of kind of get it from the horse's mouth. But and uh, it, it, it really worked out. Uh, it worked out good, man. It was so good. Again, we're gonna have our second tasting and. I guess uh, I don't know what we're getting. He, he doesn't share. He does these blind tastings. By the way, I didn't get all of the uh, spirits correct. However, I think we did taste some spirits that weren't necessarily public knowledge. No, they weren't. So, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how I would have. Got, I got them correct in a sense of what I said I thought they were, but I was trying to guess some labels. So I'm not guessing labels any the next time. I'm just going to guess. I think this is a high rye mash bill or all rye mash bill, or uh, this is a bourbon or whatever it is. I, I'm going to have to skew my, um, Ooh, and by the way, he did not charge us for that uh, educational episode. <laughs> Wilson, if you're listening to this, don't get any ideas. We will not receive that bill. <laughs> so, all right. Yeah. Be on the lookout for union horse. Uh, good luck in your DraftKings pools this week. If you're playing or if you're outright betting, good luck as well. Uh, don't bet on Medina Spirit. There's a good chance that something squirrely is going to go down. And uh, looking forward to whipping up a black-eyed Susan prior to the race. Come see us and, in Atlanta. Yeah, come see us in Atlanta. We'll be at uh, the Mitsubishi Electric Classic this week with uh, with Monty and uh, many of the other Champions and Tours players. Hanging out with Miguel. Hola. Uh, we'll be at the perch. Uh, we'll be the uh, we'll be the tall guy and the short guy smoking stogies and uh, talking trash to uh, whoever's around and drinking uh, drinking some exclusive beers. So I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a great week. Hey, if you haven't liked it yet, hit like, leave a review, even if it's bad. We love bad reviews. It helps us get better. Or yeah, we just do more of it. Yeah. Uh, either way, birdies and bourbon, Instagram, birdies and birdies underscore, scratch that, Instagram, birdies underscore bourbon, enter the giveaway. It's ending on Friday. Weller Special Reserve, some cool stuff from mainly BW Putters, Holston River Fishing Company, South Holston River Fishing Company. And, uh, yeah, if you haven't tried uh, Still Austin, please do. Cheers. Cheers.